Welcome to Rhythm of Refuse, where we dive into the rest of Rhythm of War, the fourth Stormlight Archive novel. I am Danielle with the 17th Shard. Hi, I'm Avin. Hey, I'm Eric. Hey. We didn't say it in the last episode, but there's going to be spoilers in this video. (laughs) Yes, we're, we're, we're talking about Rhythm of War, the whole book. Yes. It's in the title what we're talking about (laughs) yes so (laughs) some cosmos spoilers as well probably probably yeah Um, we 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 don't know where this is gonna go but presumably (laughs) the cosmere all righty well we're gonna be talking about venli yeah and we left venli off with uh leaving with raboniel's group Leshwi's there, Lesian is there. She's traveling with them and does some stuff in <laughs> in the tower. And she meets up with Relaine and the humans uh, during this occupation. And she and her small group are trying to leave. But Timber convinces her to return, help out. And she reveals her bond with Timber to Leshwi. They end up fighting against Lesian's forces. And once the battle's finished, they all travel to the Shattered Plains to start, I assume, their new nation. Though Relaine doesn't go there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Not yet, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and also there's flashbacks. Uh, so mm-hmm. that, that's basically what yes. happens. Uh, yes. Do we want to talk about the current timeline stuff first? Flashbacks first. We can talk about flashbacks. Yeah. We'll go chronologically. What, That's what, good. what did you guys think over all the flashbacks? <laughs> um, I, I wasn't a big fan. Oh, uh, uh, yeah? Why is that? Well, I personally found them to be a little slow, a little boring. It didn't really re- reveal anything Im- super important that we didn't already know or assume happened i mean we got some little tidbit tidbits here and there from like ulim and uh, about the relationship between leshwi and shonai but i don't know i just was a little felt like it was a little extra (laughs) yeah we we talked about it in the first episode that these really feel like the weakest flashbacks of all those we have seen so far and probably like the Seth flashbacks, they have to be good. So they, they have to the be. They have all to be. of the <laughs> front half, maybe uh, all the books. So yeah, they there were some high moments. I mean, obviously the Ashenai flashback at the very end was oh yeah, so good. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> in in yeah. general, there were some like nice cosmic connections, and we did learn some things about the um, listener culture before the. Um, uh, vengeance pact so we get, did, did get to see some of that but i wish we would have seen a little more of that maybe like because we basically started a year or so before like gavala's mm-hmm. assassination roughly probably mm-hmm. like whenever they discovered the singers or the listeners and so we didn't get to see a lot of that and i'd liked i would have liked it maybe if we saw wendy and ash and i as children more of mm-hmm. more, uh, as children and actually see some listener stuff because they talked a lot of about listener things like how they have these families and whatever but 
we didn't get, get to see a lot of it because it almost immediately changed. So yeah. that would have been neat, I think. Well, how old are they right now? Or Venley, at least? Well, Venley is 14, technically, I think. But So well, I guess we did see them kind of in adolescence or like they're... Well... They were, what, <laughs> seven or so when we saw their... Yeah, appar- apparently uh, singers mature very early. Um, yeah. Cause... I think like eight is when they hit maturity Yeah, uh, something like that. So but like saying, oh, Venley's 14. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, but... I guess it's like you have to think about it as being like you know, multiply by two or something, and then you get their actual age. Mm-hmm. Like dog years or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my mom finished Rhythm of War, and she said, she was like, I don't agree with your review. I really liked the flashbacks. She okay. loved the flashbacks. So That's good. Maybe, maybe because we're so into like the fandom and like we're like yeah we we, we know what's up with Ash and I and Venley mm-hmm. we, we remember the interludes but maybe if you're more like spreading out uh the reads then you're like oh we're learning a lot where this we're yeah. like yeah okay neat I mean it was nice to sort of get like, like for some stuff you only got to see Venley's perspective in the flat and in interludes and now we get to see Ash and I's perspective on them and so it's it's a nice mix-up, maybe, and it's it is definitely cool to see uh, Yexlim mm-hmm. show up and actually like not be uh, not have dementia yet, and mm-hmm. that be still yeah, be healthy oh, yes, at least at the mom, beginning. Yes. Yeah, their mother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and we got a um, named mother. 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 <laughs> yes, yay! And she's still alive. So yeah, yay. yeah, still alive, <laughs> potentially healed. Uh, yeah, and. I I almost reflect some uh, maybe one or two viewpoints even from her perspective. Like, like I don't if we had seen Eshna and Venli as children, mm. I kind of had like would have liked that maybe because it I don't know I, I just have like more singer few or listener few points I guess yeah. like of the actual culture because we didn't really get to learn that much about them. Yeah, but I mean, they were fine. The, the flashbacks themselves were fine, and they were like weren't bad. They were just not as exciting as the others. The parts that I did like were seeing like Ashonai and Venli interacting and yeah. with their mom. Yeah. So I just feel like they were not as successful as doing what they were intended to do, which is just kind of flesh out Venli's character and show what the events were that led them to this point but i just kind of felt like they were a little little empty yeah i really liked how uh Esh and i and venley played off of each other like mm-hmm. i know ben talked about in uh reactions too i think that uh just the sibling rivalry that Esh and i gets mm-hmm. away with things and venley doesn't yeah. like that that made Which a lot very of sense. believable yeah, yeah yeah it is uh so like, I thought their relationship was quite interesting, but then, of course, Venli gets Ulim, and then, uh, they, <laughs> things, things, uh, th- things don't necessarily go well, but, mm-hmm. 
it is nice to see sort of how the I guess decline of Wenli in a way be mm-hmm. how how she started off with with uh, with a somewhat noble goals mm-hmm. of like she wanted to help her mother by discovering the new forms and maybe or hoping that they would heal her and then eventually she's just like okay she admit, admits herself she just wants like the power I guess and uh, what Ulim yeah. promised her and I, regarding Ulim I just want to say the very first moment that Venli meets him I'm already like oh, shut up Ulim's the worst <laughs> Ulim is yeah, the worst but he's such a great little character you know like he oh, really yeah. spices up the scene yeah there yeah. he is, but uh, I, I just want to. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the coolest stuff. There, there were a few cool things uh, with with Ulim, right? Uh, I liked mm-hmm. when Ulim was describing what happened with Baidamishram, all of which mm-hmm. that you can definitely get an Oathbringer. <laughs> they didn't really say much new information, uh, yeah, true, but yeah. they're recounting it. To readers who maybe didn't pour over the epigraphs like like <laughs> I did, like, uh, like I mean I didn't really fully understand it, so oh, I yeah. appreciated that. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, and Venley didn't know it, so like characters discovering yeah. information, totally great. Uh, and just how complicated it was to actually summon the Everstorm. Wow, there was a lot more steps than uh, I think anyone anticipated. Like, mm-hmm. you need agents to go to see, to where the Everstorm is in Shadesmaw. Then mm-hmm. you need to apparently suck in Voidspread to bring it over to the other side. Get back to Roshar. Then sl- and then Odium needs to slowly move the Everstorm, <laughs> which apparently breaks off of the barrier storm around Braze. What? Uh, and then bring that over, and then Stormform can then summon a high storm. Mm-hmm. And, well, I mean, I'm glad it's not very easy. But... Well, that's, that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I guess... In words of radiance, when Venli was like, "This can summon a high storm," like she's just fully listening to Ulim's lies, right? Mm-hmm. So, like yeah. Ulim's just—he's not being truthful uh, um, as to what it actually is. And I like that we finally got some answers to, like, because I always wonder, like, how exactly do these storm forms manage to just yeah. summon a storm? Apparently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, how it, does it work? And yeah. the fact that they're more or less just. I guess I don't know. I wouldn't call it open perpendicular, but that they each of them brought some a bit of it from the cognitive realm, probably. Yeah, yeah, it's of, interesting. Huh? Sort of as conduits or something. So that's much more under, uh, easy to understand for me. Or it's like I'm more willing to understand it than them just summoning out, it out of mm. nowhere. So yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. really cool to learn all these details, and I guess Udim's delivery of how he like how he conveyed this information was it was fun to read but it also just makes me he's hate the, him so much he's more the worst. he's such a dick yeah. oh my <laughs> <Yeah>. god <laughs> just belittling and stuff and there is there, with Ulim we don't know what type of void spren he is but apparently like Ulim can still move around and stuff while mm. still giving Venli like a different form 
Like, it's very unclear what actually is going on form-wise, right? Maybe it's somewhat like how Wendy now has Timber and a Void Sprint in her gem heart. Like, because she can, she does have Envoy form, but Timber still is somehow, or is able to get into her gem heart and suppress the Void Sprint somehow. Some of them so could actually move around, though. That, like, that's how Nail... Yeah, yeah. He, he can, yeah, so... It is it is still weird, but it might work on some something like that. Yeah, because it's it's mm. like Venli had a void spread in her gem heart because she's hearing mm. the different rhythms, right? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. just like Esh and I getting the the storm spread, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just weird that Ulim is just very different. Like, I, I have no idea of the mechanics of yeah. going out of Void Spread. Yeah. We need more information about that. Definitely. Uh, like. So, uh, I, I want to talk about Axendwith while while we're on the subject, <laughs> because, uh... So, so there, there are two Ferrochemists in this book. If you didn't know. So, Axendwith, which, if you read Mistborn, uh... Very Terrace name, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, since Wax is Essenthu, so it's like, mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and Axend was like, I'm really good with languages. And <laughs> which mm. makes sense uh, as a fair chemist, you can store yeah. mm -hmm. uh, connection and do those shenanigans like uh, in Bands of Morning. And uh, apparently, oh, and she has rings, so. Basically, mm. always be suspicious of anyone having a suspicious amount of rings as a fair chemist. <laughs> uh, and I do wonder whether she's a full fair chemist or just a fairing. True. Yeah. We don't, yeah, we don't know. Get answers on that. Yeah. So. Yeah, we we really don't know. Uh, same with uh, the other fair chemist, uh, mm. Gera. And yeah, he was mentioned in uh, Gary. the pro. <laughs> Gary, no. Gary? No. <laughs> Gary the Farrakimist. <laughs> Gary the Farrakimist, yeah. Not quite as terrorist of a name. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope the audiobook pronounces it that way. That'd be great. Uh, he also had rings, but also had an AVR. So, yeah, it's not clear if uh, mm -hmm. either of them are full Farrakimist or just a fairing or something. Uh, but. Certainly a full fair chemist would be very useful. You could store yeah. a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But apparently, Axendwith was with Gavilar's group. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And somehow, Axendwith had Ulim in a gemstone <laughs> and gave it to Venli. So really, it's all Axendwith's fault. Really. Yeah, right. Which is just interesting in compared with Words of Radiance, where we're like, this is all Venli's fault. It's, it's like, <laughs> kinda, but like, really, Ulim could have gotten anyone to really do yeah, and these same things. We also learn that Axenwath apparently is not of the same, or con I don't know, of the same affiliation as Scarra. Yeah. Yeah. Gary somehow discovered her something, and that's why she had to leave Rosha, so. Right. So. Yeah. In the scene, in the the best flashback is <laughs> is Axendwith and uh, the the scene at the feast, and I was like, mm -hmm. "Whoa, we're here! Yep. Oh man, I'm excited!" <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they were they Ulim thought Axendwith was going to give them more void spread, uh, mm -hmm. so they went to the toilet, but then there was a note. <laughs> 
and Axendweth was discovered by Ulim said what, like another agent similar to her? Yeah. So, considering that we specifically know that there was the other fair, uh, the other fair chemist there, so mm-hmm. presumably it's uh, him. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, Gera, like he dies in Lyft's interlude, but was mm-hmm. a palace servant. So it's unclear how close Axendwith was to like Gabalar's group when they went to the sh- uh, to the war camps in Shattered Plains. It's not really clear. She, she did pose as a surgeon's assistant, I, uh, assistant, oh, I think. So, yeah, I, mm. I also only noticed on like, going through it mm. again. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. she was somebody high up, maybe, but yeah. So uh, I guess she was just doing this, maybe as a way to get to the listeners to give them mm-hmm. uh, Ulam. I guess. Yeah, she seemed more much like really interested in. She was willingly giving knowledge and stuff to Wenli, it seemed. Yeah. So even it gave, seemed like she just gave her uh, name, which apparently like Gavilar and stuff didn't know. And he's like, oh, I give this mm-hmm. freely to you. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so that's that's very interesting. So Yep. So man, I I don't I don't quite know what's going on with these fair chemists, so <laughs> Presumably, yeah, Axendwith, I mean, has to be aligned with the uh, void things, right? And odium in or some trying respect. to just start something, like start the a big war or something. Maybe, maybe she might even be a ghost plot. I, I, I could see it at least uh, uh, from a different brand, or like because she obviously was active. Form race and uh, yet uh, really were active, I guess. So maybe she was just, I don't know, an well, early I don't know agent what Mrazy or something. Yeah, like we, we don't know, ago. but yeah, mm-hmm. it was yeah earlier. So or, or maybe she is an agent of I, I although I can't really couldn't really see that, but either she's independent, maybe just like she's mm. from yet another oh, secret scared. organization. I feel like she was working on someone's orders. Like someone said, go give this to this person or a a person. Yeah, I just like maybe she got to Braze somehow and like talked with Void Spread or the Fused mm-hmm. and helped this happen. Or maybe Odium had some pieces to get some agent. Like I, I just can't. Like, why would the Ghostbloods want to create an Everstorm? Like, that just doesn't seem like... True, it. yeah. Or, sorry, the Although, Everstorm. <laughs> Excuse me. Maybe it's, like, because how they're so interested in this investiture economy, maybe that had some... I, I, I'm not sure how it might have worked well. But they at least a candidate candidate for a secret organization she might belong to. Like, she... That, that. Yeah... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I'm just like, I thought the Ghostbloods wanted to control the Earth Gates. So then, so they wanted to find your theory to get to the Earth Gates, because the Earth Gates mm-hmm. will let them through to the Cognitive Realm. And then right. they can move Stormlight off. And so, yeah. like, creating a desolation doesn't seem to help <laughs> that goal, like, at all. If, if yeah. your goal is to have a smooth economy... Uh, maybe don't have the biggest war ever there. Mm-hmm. That that doesn't sound helpful. I don't know. And I guess what plays into it is like 
it is relatively crucial to know whether X and Weth is a full fairy chemist or a fairing because that places her timeline, like where she comes yeah. from in the timeline, I yeah. guess, like, because she could be a descendant of some, I don't know, world singers or world bringers, what were they, they were called? World like the, bringers on Skate. The world bringers, like, yeah. yeah, the ancient keepers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they could totally have moved off Skate at some point and just have a kind of, I know, in Silverlight or whatever, uh, a city. Interesting. And Interesting. live in the cognitive realm. So she could be a full Farrakimist by way of, like, just an ancient line of Farrakimists or something like that. Or yeah, but... she's post-Katakendra and so, or Katasendra, and so is just a fairing. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't quite know when full Farrakimist totally ended. Uh, there, there could yeah. be, like, a few generations of that, but... Uh... Mm -hmm. Uh, and who knows what sort of, if she's an agent of Odium, who knows what sort of trickery with age there, there could be. There could, there could be a lot of shenanigans going on there. Could she technically have, I, oh, although I don't really see it, but an atium uh, She could just uh, youthfulness, at least, if she's a full chemist. So that would give her some... That could be useful being right under there. that could be uh useful in going undercover. Like obviously storing mm -hmm. storing age is generally not super useful by itself, right? Yeah. But mm -hmm. uh if you wanted to appear younger in another world, like that could be useful, but that would require yeah. having Atium. So mm -hmm. that that true. But but who knows if if she's a full fair chemist? Like who knows what other god medals could do with fair chemists? Like all <laughs> yeah. sorts of weird oh. shenanigans, I'm sure. She's got yeah. a raisium spike. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go through all the whatever. Let's do the yeah. So forget badly. We're just talking about accident. Um, but to, to be fair, is very interesting. Very interesting. She is. Yeah. Well, there, there's a lot to talk about there. Man, there was, there was a lot interesting in the uh, flashback on mm -hmm. the assassination day. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Because... Mm. How did this go? Nail did comes. She... Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, Nail and Ulam have a conversation. 10 out of 10. Just <laughs> the best. Um, yeah. So, Nail tells... Venley about Zeph. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. A, that's a big that's deal. Insane. And and says Ishar said only a connection between the worlds could cause a bridge to open. And Town has not given in. I would know if he had. It interesting in all of this how Town breaking or not breaking would matter, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, like would could you summon the Everstorm but just not have the fuse re-inhabit the singers hmm. if town didn't break? See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> but like he, Nail seems very surprised that there's void spread. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't. I don't remember the exact name, but it almost seems like he that I was surprised by the barrier storm in some or like they said they're doing something with a storm as yeah well. like like he didn't know yeah. that the ever storm was moving in the cognitive realm you mm -hmm. mean yeah uh -huh. yeah 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 it didn't seem like it right 
But then he's like, ah, Gavilar's plan is working. The fool, he'll destroy us all. That foolish idiot of a man, he lures us with promises, then breaks them by seeking that which I told him was forbidden. <laughs> yeah, like he, and then he's just like going on an insane rant and he's like, then he tells them about Zeph. Yep. Because he's like, the king's planning to betray your people. Like that just fits with like, what the hell's Gavilar doing? What is he doing? What is going on no with idea. any of this? And actually, that reminds like, do we think that Gara is a son of honor? I think he is, right? Because there's at some point there's a mention of Gavala or he, him being around Gavala when they are, have one of those meetings, I think. But I don't know about that. Maybe. I, I could easily see it just as an, like, at least in the line about, like, Axendweth in this flashback, I was under the impression that, like, Gera was under, like, Harmony's, uh, like, an could agent also of be, Harmony, yeah, right? True, true. Um, although that kind of brings into question how much does Harmony know about these other things and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I guess it would make sense with, with um, Ray's killing him because an agent of Kelsia probably doesn't get along too well with an agent of Harmony because mm -hmm. Hassasa doesn't necessarily approve of what Kelsia is probably doing. <laughs> so Wow, yeah, that's that's a really interesting question, right? Uh, with mm -hmm. Because Ray's killed Gera. Yeah. Just... I don't, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I, very interesting that Nail told the listeners about uh, Zeph, which is mm -hmm. like I, we thought, and then, yeah, I mean, I, I think we thought that they just sort of found him, and like, they, no, they, there was or... like a line that like they followed whispers. To get to oh, him oh, right, like, right, right right so we thought it was like maybe a void spread or something that brought mm -hmm. them to like like yeah. ulam or we i don't think we said ulam specifically I mean, I, but but i get i think ashnai actually said that venli told her about him or a uh, food or what somebody told her or clay or i don't remember all those little names but one of them told her about it so maybe Hold it's on. like ulam because we know that some of the or was it later on that some of the other listeners bonded Voidspren, like the scholars? Oh uh, god, I can't. <laughs> so it's so uh, right. I'm just soaking it all in because I don't know any of this stuff. I'm like, <laughs> okay, so Clade Slave. So this is Oathbringer's prologue. We're we're not doing a great job of talking about Valley, nope. but that's fine. We, we where yeah. else are we going to talk about the flashbacks? We're going to do it here. Right. Uh, Clade's slave was an assassin. Clade claimed that a voice speaking to the rhythms had led him to the man who had confessed his his skills when pressed. Venley had apparently been with Clade, though Esh and I mm -hmm. hadn't seen her sisters since earlier in the day. Okay. Uh, so. I assume that that means Benley is going there and Clade heard Ulim. 
Yeah. That, that is what yeah. I assume, because Ulam's going yeah, to that makes total sense. Right? Yeah. Uh, yep. But they wouldn't have known about Zeth unless Nail did this, right? Yes. And Esh and I didn't see uh, her sister because Venli's off doing this other crap this whole time that yeah. we didn't even know about. Yeah. What? What a little line. Like, Hesh and I hadn't seen her since earlier this day. It's like, oh, wow, let's get all this stuff now. I guess Neat. that's what happened there. Yeah, all right. That, that has to be kind of just totally insane to me is that Nail apparently recognizes Ulim. Like, they yeah. just know each other. Yep. Yeah, they do. How does... Like, oh, hey, Ulim. What's up? <laughs> uh, how, how, and that, again, <laughs> make, yeah, again, makes me like just... Is it just a matter of them having lived for millennia and they just know a lot of the widespread by name by now? Or is it something so. as that Ulim is just maybe one of a because he is one of the higher ups in the widespread ranks that he also <sighs> I mean, we, we have no idea how sapient widespread are other than they don't like turning into devices. <laughs> we have that. We have stuff with Ulam, <laughs> and then we have Yixley leading yeah. those singers to, uh, the, in part one of least, Yeah, probably is another type of white sprint than Ulam, at least just mm-hmm. where the color, I think. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I, I, I gotta read this. Uh, hello, Ulam. Uh, um, hello, Nail. I, uh, I didn't expect to see you here, um, today. Anytime, actually. Uh, ever. <laughs> How is, uh, Shalash? Small talk is unnecessary, Ulim. We are not friends. You persist only because I cannot destroy friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that really makes me imagine Ulim just as this, like, uh, I don't know, this sleazy little... Yeah. 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 Who, who, like, has a big mouth when he's around people who can't defend themselves and stuff like that, and as soon mm-hmm. as somebody... How actual power comes around, he's like, oh. Oh, it, that yeah. is exactly Ulim, because mm-hmm. Ulim talks up a big game, talks up like, oh yeah, big promises, and then when the fuse come down, yeah. it's like, nope, nope, you gotta like, <laughs> you gotta be subservient, like, whoa. <laughs> gotta tone that down here, Benly. Yeah, anyway, that's, that's, <laughs> that's interesting. So, mm-hmm. alright, so we we have another piece, that that's how they, they found Zeph. Aww. Yep. Like, it was Ulim, but there was a few more things going on. Yeah. Bunch of little puzzle pieces had to come together. <laughs> I don't envy Karen, continuity editor oh, of yeah. Dragonsteel, to Another figure one. out what's going on with the, the, the feast. Presumably, they have discussed this. <laughs> I would hope. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> um... Hmm. Are there any other like flashbacks that we want to specifically talk about? I I think the one at the Battle of Narok when Wenli actually like realizes how she won't become a queen, she won't be all powerful, and like how she realized that she's just a coward. Yeah. It was just a really good character building uh, chapter in some way because she actually realized that like okay. Yeah, I, I I was fooled by Ulim. It's just weird. If you read that flashback and you immediately read the first Venley interlude, mm-hmm. uh, it it does not quite fit 
to me. That is true. Like, yeah. if, I mean, there, there's lines in that last, in that flashback, how Venley's like, oh, I'm sure I would lie to myself again, right? Mm. And I guess that's mm -hmm. later, like immediately yeah. later. But she's like, Full on, super excited in the next scene. So it's like true, yeah. yeah. But so, like, like I guess it's maybe nice. It's just also her coping mechanism in some way. Like, yeah. she basically has brought doom to her entire. Yeah, mm. uh, it's just th this is probably a, a slight problem when you want like the flashbacks to have like a big moment. And then you have yeah. these other things yeah. moving around Definitely. that are also back in time and stuff seeing like that true. how that goes so but i i did like that scene how mm. the the battle of narak from her perspective like she's the one mm -hmm. who caused this with yeah. herself of course but like this is pretty great um but it's still just for me didn't feel like enough <laughs> like she realizes she's a coward but <laughs> She didn't do anything. Well, right. That, that, that's. I think that's the problem with having the inner the Oathbringer interludes mm. right after it because yeah, yeah, it wasn't actually a big character moment. It was just like right. this this that momentary lapse, right? And we we've the. I think okay. The, I think the biggest problem with the flashbacks for me is because we've already seen this stuff happening from other perspective or from our own perspective of not having known about all this stuff that the flashbacks kind of feel a little i don't know different from what we were expecting it to be yeah i mean i liked the stuff with like the war camps like that was mm -hmm. that was interesting lore yeah. uh and how like the ancient cities worked and they didn't like really live on the plains and stuff like that uh how they got the steel weapons Mm -hmm. Um, kind of forgot how they got the shards, but they they just. I don't think they really explain it. I don't think they really explain it. Just that they had some, yeah. like like the mm -hmm. the listeners just as a whole. And that had they, some. Yeah, and that they that, like they explained the tradition of the, having one shard bearer per family or whatever. Like somebody Who, like, to had take the war care camp, of them. I think. Yeah. 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 So like that was interesting, but. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I I could do with more, but the good thing is that the listeners are going to be restored. Like that that yeah. is cool. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, that is like it's just. I guess what makes the flashback somewhat moot in a way is that I guess we we don't really know whether the listeners as they are now will go back to those ways in any way because like it was interesting to learn how they were but it sort of is futile because hey, they're gone gone now anyway mm. and different now so right there's no reason to fight of... over the camps yeah right? exactly. like so that yeah. cultural stuff like doesn't matter but mm -hmm. yeah we didn't really get like a did we did we get a, like a big answer on why assassins needed to wear white no i no. don't I, I don't think so uh, they mention the tradition that it tradition. is tradition. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I guess there was that line about how um, you have to, it shows boldness or whatever. And that mm -hmm. like you, you want to be seen as an assassin, but I think we got that in Oathbringer or something already. I don't remember. Like it's something about like how you you uh, even if you come in the night you want to announce that you are going to 
kill somebody now. Mm, Something I think like so. That. Yeah, so. But I mean, they're they're at least going to have the songs again, which I think is the mm-hmm. important part, because at the very end, when they're back on the Shattered Plains, great to see the the listeners that we thought escaped in Words of Radiance. Totally <laughs> correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't realize that there was a Chasm Fiend involved, which was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, they, they were kind of, like, losing the songs. So, like, having mm-hmm. Jack Slim back... I don't know if yeah. you should do a J well, or a Y with Jackson's name. Yeah, whatever. Was his jury. <laughs> what are J's? She'll have all the names. <laughs> she was she was originally like holding all those songs and teaching yeah. Vinley. So she'll she'll be able to help them, at least guide them towards their 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 yeah. heritage. Yeah. I mean Vinley does know the songs too, so when yeah. she's yeah. now that she's back with uh, her people. Mm-hmm. She can help too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I loved how uh, her mom looks at Venley and then speaks, but it's Cultivation's voice, like a female voice accepting the oath. Uh, like, mm-hmm. I did like in the uh, main sequence, which we haven't talked about at all, uh, that. <laughs> yeah. Venley, though she said the oath when. She was freeing Lyft. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, you're not, this isn't accepted. You, you barely did anything. Uh, yeah. And she did need to go through more work and really want to free people uh, and go all the way back to the Shattered Plains. And then her oath is accepted. And I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Didn't she also do it with Relaine? Like, yeah, she yeah, to say right. it again with Relaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right after she, she freed him, yeah, she said, and like, no. It's like, not not enough. Not still yeah. not enough. <laughs> not nearly enough. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I, I really appreciated that, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Like, it's just the fact that it is apparently cultivation to accept some sources, which is insane. Mm-hmm. What What does that even yeah. mean? What? Uh, <laughs> and how is cultivation talking through her mom? And what is up with the chasm fiend? lots of questions there <laughs> but i mean awesome i i like getting some more shattered plane stuff because you know what we haven't seen in a while shattered plane stuff yep Just yep still don't know what happened that shattered the planes <laughs> maybe we'll it. learn sometime it, w- it would be nice <laughs> to learn that in book five it would be yeah but we'll learn it eventually but so i don't know were, were there any other flashback things or do we want to talk about the main plot i don't know i think we can Talk about the main plot. I did want to say that my seeing Ashonai her last little flight. Oh yeah, 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 with, yeah. Was was one of the most touching scenes in this book. I loved reading. I think I read it like a few times because I really, <laughs> really got like a tear in my eye, and it, it, that was a really nice one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I never really like loved Ashonai like. Like Ben, I know Ben loves yeah, Ash oh, and yeah. I, uh, but I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But I was like, ah, she died before I really super cared about her, yeah. honestly. Well, yeah. I I really liked her. I liked her a lot more than Benley. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't like Benley. That's what you said before that we started recording. <laughs> but um, I I felt like it was good to get some closure because a lot of people I remember when Ash and I died. 
they were like, yeah. that's it. Like, yeah. What now? Because she seemed like, you know, a big force yeah. in the book. And yeah. so I really I think that that was actually really nice closure for for yeah. us as readers. So and I mean, I also really like the framing of it, like with how the son I showed mercy once. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 That's really nice. That was the, 10 out of 10 chapter transition. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. spectacular. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, like and, seeing her fight against the the waters and just really fight, get it, fitting in uh, the rhythm mm-hmm. of war in that. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. And then the Stormfather is like, oh, you're invested. Come with me. I'll show and, you. Because the Stormfather, mm-hmm. like, talked with Eshenai mm-hmm. and saying, it's like, hey, do you really want to take this Storm's friend? Like, I don't know yeah. if that's a good idea. So the Stormfather does have that mercy. And. I yeah. feel like has a bit of an attachment to the listeners in a sense. Mm-hmm. Cause they broke I away think, from uh, Yeah. That's, and I feel like that's probably also some remnant of him being like the, all the way, way back the ride of storms and mm-hmm. some of that nature still being there. Maybe yeah. that he's, he is originally attached to the listeners and so other singers in some form. So yeah. he does care for them at least a little <laughs> As much, I mean, as as much as, as, much as, as, as a storm can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the the but, the listeners always needed the storms to change form. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. And well, it also actually reminded me that I did kind of like how the inter uh, some of the flashbacks at least were weaved into the narrative. Yes. In this book, because mm-hmm. yeah, we do have basically Wendy telling Tamba about or her Lane. past. So, yeah. Or Lane. Yeah. So. That is that was a nice framing device, I guess, because mm-hmm. like with Delena, we had him getting back his memories as a sort of device for the memories sure. and or for the flashbacks, yeah. and here it was. Uh, it's her storytelling, kind yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I did. I did like that. That that was nicely mm-hmm. weaved into the narrative, uh, and like I did like the character stuff, but I I still think if if. If you said that the flashbacks were a little too fluffy in this book, and if you you could skip it on a reread, eh, you could probably skip a lot of them on a reread no. if you really want. I don't to. like skipping stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but uh, I I think people who are like, eh, you know, maybe Brandon likes the flashbacks maybe a little too much. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you could probably say that here. Don't think you could say that with uh, Oathbringer, even though nope. there was a lot of fighting in Oathbringer, <laughs> admittedly. And I can understand if you're like, wow, that was a lot of pages of uh, Dalinar fighting people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it turned out awesome. It turned out so, so, so good um, to see his brutality. Terrible. Terrible. You mean? I mean, I, I mean, I like <laughs> I mean, I like when characters suffer. So it's like, yes, yeah. make them suffer. Good. Good. And I can't. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, someday I am going to do a map lecture as Emperor Palpatine. I'll need to watch Return of the Jedi. I'll I'll have a cow and uh yeah. No, I I think I can do a pretty good Palpatine, but I, I don't think my students will enjoy uh having that voice explain math stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh but I think that would be great. Well, you did Someday. say you like making characters suffer, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point. Makes them 
really complex theorem. It's just bad yes. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. This is so, the fundamental uh, theorem. Oh, man. All the power. <laughs> See, I'll have to rehearse it. That's the problem. I'll have to make it like good and not like crappy voices. And it's like a story the, I don't know, the f uh, physicists wouldn't want you to know. Yes, so. right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For, for more nonsense and terrible voice acting, you can support us on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, oh my God, let's get on track again, though. But yes. <laughs> uh, Benley in part two really didn't do very much. It's just with Raboniel. And nope. like, it was interesting seeing that. Uh, and we did need a viewpoint to see Raboniel yeah. that wasn't Raboniel, right? Yeah, like mm -hmm. that, that was important. Well, it's like looking at Raboniel from two different lenses. We yeah. have Navani's lens and we have Venley's lens, and yeah, that wasn't that that wasn't nice. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that would be too crazy to have fused viewpoints so early. So like that that's fine, and it gets Venley mm -hmm. into the tower. That's fine. Yeah. Um. And yeah. It was kind of like we had that scene when they first assaulted the tower, and Venley kills the first person she ever killed yeah right like that was yeah. it it really shook her and yeah. um it goes to show that she isn't just an awful human being like yeah, yeah. is a person who has yeah. feelings and like yeah it's i caused so many people to die person. but this is the first person yeah. i actually stabbed yeah <laughs> but like it, 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 it is different like if yeah. you yeah launched a missile at someone and, and like <laughs> blew mean... up a set of people i think that's different than like you're actually seeing their eyes as yeah like murder someone right like that's different mm -hmm. you'll still probably feel bad about some of them but... uh yeah <laughs> i was gonna probably. say like... Well, like i think there is a difference there like i, I can understand that. yeah but yeah th there's this whole thing with uh rabonial and leshwi the fuse mm -hmm. are so interesting. Like, I love the fuse mm -hmm. stuff that we got. Maybe, maybe less yes. Benly, but like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Raboniel expected Benly to be sending things back to Leshwi, but mm -hmm. Leshwi can't acknowledge yeah. that that's happening. And, <laughs> and, and, and just that whole uh, fused politicking that it, yeah. Benly's just like, this is stupid. Like Why it. are we doing any of this? <laughs> like, that was great. I like that. Mm hmm. I liked that we also saw a lot of different fused from Venley's perspective too, like the deepest yeah. ones and yeah. um, just like seeing all the new styles and how she's kind of drawn more to one than yep. others, which is really neat. Yep. I, yep. I must just say when the deepest ones were introduced, they were just <laughs> super creepy to me. Really? Oh, so creepy. Yeah. 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 I, I love the, just the, mental picture of them like almost like swimming inside stone and they they like to walk with their feet in the stone and it's creepy and, yeah and i just love how different it is from like venley's abilities like she mm -hmm, knows yeah. the same surge mm -hmm. it's like manifests super differently yeah Mm -hmm. And it really shows off how the fuse actually, like, they have only the one search, but they really use it to its fullest and yeah. use oh, it more to, yeah, yeah, and use it sort of to, they for one ma actually master it and yeah. they, they, they had a ton of time to master it, I guess, and how they actually use it for their own body, I guess, because all, we also have the heavenly ones, they constantly fly, they never mm -hmm. touch the ground. They're floating. Mm -hmm. These, 
yeah, the deepest ones always are a little bit underground. Like they yeah. don't walk, they flow through the yeah, ground. Yeah, they flow through <laughs> so the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really like it's that's interesting so cool. to see. I, yeah. I loved that scene where Raboniel is telling Venley stuff about surges. I'm like, I am very interested <laughs> in this personally. Yeah. Uh like that was so cool how they're just like, man, those radiants, they only get their powers in verse. We live in this. Oh, mm. so good. Honor's truest surge. We'll do a podcast on that. <laughs> um we don't know what's going on. So Venley eventually visits Lane. Uh, what what did you guys think think about Relaine in the book? Well, well, let's talk about Relaine stuff. Oh, I loved his chapters. I really like Relaine. I at first, so in the first couple books, I don't know which one he he's from the Way of Kings. Yeah, he's in Way of Kings. Yeah, he was just no Shen. Yeah, right. So I I was like, oh, this is just you know kind of a side character, interesting, new, different. But he's he's a a full character in this. He's he's got his his own wants, his own uh, needs, his own personality, and everything. So I very very much enjoyed reading about him. Yeah, same here. Like I already liked in the previous chapters when we saw him help the humans, like with the farming and the gemstones, and like how oh, the yeah, song yeah, helps right. grow. Mm-hmm. Yep, and. So he had a purpose there that wasn't just, I don't know, being around Bridgeville, I guess. Or, yeah. or being an outsider, them, so. right? Yeah, Because exactly. like, a lot yeah, of his conflicts yeah. are just being an outsider and where he yeah. fits. And to, to me, that like I was big time in the camp of Relaine for sibling Bondsmith because <laughs> it would have been sort of perfect for me for, for him to be... Because the Toomey gives him the title, names him Bridger of Minds, which to me... yes. This yeah. sort of symbolized the fact that he could be the one to unite in some way the singers and the humans because he has lived in both worlds and mm-hmm. um, he was the outsider in the human world, but now he sort of starts to, he actually has adopted a lot of human mannerisms and acts more like humans. And so now he's sort of an outsider to the singers. So mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like he could have filled the role really well. Um, and especially like when he took charge of the humans and the singers when they were fighting the other singers. <laughs> but mm. um, anyway, I'd, I'd really liked his viewpoints and how he, like, I'm a little disappointed that he didn't get to be the Bondsmith, but I also really liked that he, like, to, he got to bond to me and, um, yeah, that uh Renarin thought of him when he said, "Like I know mm-hmm. somebody you might uh, you could bond," and that was just really cool. That Renarin does. Oh, we should talk about that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, huh? Well, I I was fully expecting Novani to become the bondsmith, yeah, right. but when we saw Venli meet Relaine and talk to him and kind of get to know him a little bit, and she's thinking to herself how annoyed she is that he has all these human mannerisms mm. and he, he does expressions and things instead of the rhythms like they normally would use for their expressions. And I was like, Oh, he could totally be the siblings bondsmith because mm. the sibling is mistrusting of humans, right. but, but Relaine has enough of a human um, kind of interaction and, personality that 
maybe the humans would accept him as a bondsman. I don't know. I I was kind of yeah. leaning towards that before we really got into it. So I thought that was really cool. I can definitely understand people not liking uh, the Relaine fake out Bondsmith. Uh, mm-hmm. As you were just saying uh, those things, Marvin, it occurred to me that maybe Relaine is going to be the bridge between humans and singers, but Navani and the sibling are going to be the bridge between human and Spren, in a sense. Yeah. So they, I mean, they, I'm totally kind of fine different. with Navan. Yeah, I'm totally fine with Navani being the. Bondsmith, like I mean, it's also it, pretty, it was pretty cool. Match. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. One, uh, yes. yeah. Was, so, cool. uh, I ch- yeah, I, uh, the I'm not really upset with Bren or anything that he sort of set up Relaine in this way because he still got a satisfying conclusion and any, everything. But I know it just like it's just, it just was my head cannon after all three that like yeah, I could totally see Relaine being the sibling Bondsmith, but. Um, yeah, still not fine. <laughs> While I was reading Rhythm of War, I was talking to one of the 17th Shard mods, Kameth. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. so we were talking, and she had an interesting thought. She was like, What if Dabid was going to be the bondsman? <laughs> because he was like talking to the sibling the whole time, and I thought that was kind of neat too. Yeah, I, I, yeah, there were a lot, actually, yeah, there were three people I think would have been potential fake out Bonsmithy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think with Debit that was just what just wasn't enough setup. Like we mm-hmm. we had him as a character. You know a ton about him. I, yeah, I liked the like, more character development we got of Debit though in this oh, book. Like that was definitely good. yeah. Yeah. But yeah I don't think like that would have been a giant miss uh mislead i guess if yeah. debit ended up as a bondsmith like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i would have rioted then i think because like yeah i mean i think dalnar could make it work well i was wondering like it was interesting how relaine was called bridger of minds because like he he gives orders to fused mm-hmm. like that's what happens at the end and mm-hmm. i guess that's kind of what happens because fused actually listened to him oh like leshwi right right um yeah i don't know just it was just interesting that there was a title because of this you know yeah that is interesting like yeah i guess maybe the enlightened um misprin are just like we gotta give people titles (laughs) yeah (laughs) son of horns for renarin they give yeah. title gives titles just like all the fused. So like, hey, mm-hmm. uh, fused fused do love their titles. So, yes. uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like that, and I like that Relaine didn't go to the Shattered Plains because uh, obviously oh, yeah. we kind of have a bit of a time crunch uh, in, in the next <laughs> book. So I'm I'm not quite sure how much that the listener stuff is going to matter in book five. But well, he's got to learn his truth watcheriness. <laughs> And he remains behind to see Renarin. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That was very cool in the stream where, uh, <laughs> for, so where, sorry. yeah, we got to talk about that, right? It's related. Definitely. Uh, so we knew from a book, right? It was a signed book that yeah. uh, Renar- I read that or Reddit. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe it was Reddit. Mm-hmm. And regardless, that Renarin. <laughs> has a crush and hasn't told anyone. 
and a lot of people Such were thinking sweet Relaine. Boy. <laughs> uh because Relaine had this thing where like he was in mate form and it didn't just like didn't go <laughs> didn't as, go as, as, as expected didn't go as expected and as so that, anybody expected that, yeah. that was uh read as an indication that uh Relaine was not straight <laughs> totally reasonable and then on, on the stream then someone asked who Renarin's crush is and Brandon's like, ah, oh, should I say? And Adam's like, no, you shouldn't say. And Chad is rioting. Uh, that, <laughs> Adam, why would you do this? Uh, and Brandon's like, well, it's who you would expect it to be. Yeah. Uh, and then Chad is all just like, <laughs> relate, just all relate. And Brandon's like, oh, I'm, I, uh, I imagine Chad saying it, yeah. uh, a lot of different things. And it's like, no, it's basically just one thing. It's like, okay, yeah, it's the thing. <laughs> expected so that, that's basically right and likes Relaine, which i, I like that. that that sounds cool i think it's mm -hmm. adorable yeah I yeah love it. yeah and I'm, I'm into that i really like how like we had subtle hints in the um in the previous books when like Relaine yes. and renarin they had conversations and yes. like mm -hmm. had a, opportunities to actually build some form of relationship because right. like we got to see that and also the way that Brandon like he didn't outright say like like I don't know, Relaine looked at Rilad and Renarin lovingly or something like that, but he put in like, okay, made form didn't work out for him as he expected or something along those lines. So I like how subtly he hinted at it yeah. for now and I'm looking forward to actually uh, seeing it develop into a proper yeah, relationship. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be yeah. good. Yeah, I, I'm definitely not, in that. Not a jokingly done relationship yes. yeah, like it right, was exactly. done in Oathbringer which a lot I've heard a few complaints about how it was like turned into like a joke or something so it would be oh, nice to see a true yeah 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 oh yeah I definitely want it to be a, a well-developed romance yeah. and uh mm -hmm. and if that's who Renarin ends up with uh that sounds great and uh you know, Renarin's going to be main character in Back Five, so I, yeah. I, I want, you know, <laughs> deep, non-straight relationships. That, that yeah. I think that'd be real good, meaningful. Yeah, yeah, yeah meaningful. Yeah, not just yeah. uh, yeah, exactly. not just meaningful. a token character or something. Exactly. I, yeah. and and what's really nice is I feel like Brandon is getting a lot better at writing romances and relationships between characters, especially seeing like uh Shalon and Adolin's little arc in this book mm. and and fleshing out their their love for each other and everything. So Yeah, I felt very I, I feel like he's he's growing in this in this way of writing uh relationships. Mm. So yeah, and Brent always talks about this, how like he wants to touch on certain topics, but he just doesn't feel confident enough mm -hmm. yet to to do that or to attack it. And so I feel like this is a very good way for him to slowly warm up to the idea and um, just approach it slowly until he reaches the point where he's like, okay, I can write this confidently mm -hmm. now and uh, have the confidence to actually portray this some, uh, realistically or uh, convincingly yeah. right, and exactly. give this actual meaning. Yeah. So, you, you, you don't yeah, want to half-ass it. You really, really yeah. do not want to half-ass it if yeah. that's what you're <laughs> right. doing. That would be very bad. Mm -hmm. So. But yeah, no, that that, I mean, that sounds good for Wayne. Yeah, yep. And but, now that they're both enlightened truth watchers, they can certainly yeah, spend certainly, a lot of time together. That's, that's certainly true. <laughs> that is certainly true. Uh, I, I'm I'm curious if that relationship will will 
I mean, did Brandon kind of imply that we would see more in book five with them? I don't know if that was like exactly the implication, but it, it sort of was. But regardless, it, it's just interesting. Like, how will Renarin already be in a relationship like through the time jump to the back five? Like, or if it will be going on, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And stress. yeah. It's like, there's there's a lot of different directions that things could go, especially with such a big or, time jump. He could be mourning the loss of his lover. No, I, I, I well, I mean, I wouldn't like that personally. Uh, yeah, I mean, though, I do think lots of people could die in book five. Uh, that, that would be. I have to mentally prepare myself for that. That that would. I, I do not think that would be a good idea, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, to. We'd have like ten days to see mm. the relationship. Yeah. Then, nope. Just, nope. Yeah, no. That that feels like landmines. So that that does not seem like a good idea. But yeah, we did. We did get some Relane POVs, which were great. Seeing uh, yeah. the occupation of the tower and how he's still not accepted by singers and things, but he still like cares and like recognizes Lyran and. Lyran and Relaine seem to get along pretty well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of interesting. I feel like Relaine gets along with everybody. <laughs> Except all Except the people Kaladin. who are all outsiders. <laughs> Except right. Kaladin? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, did you say Lyran or Relaine? Because Relaine does get along. Oh, Relaine does get along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. yeah he's... Because Lyran... With people who know him. Does. Yeah. 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 Oh, you know what we should talk about? We should talk about stone shaping. <laughs> Boom. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, the, the stone shaping stuff, very interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there's even an entire part in the Ars Arcanum about stone shaping, and it is yep. cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, apparently the Dawn Singers could use surges and could use stone shaping in, in some way. And I guess that's how the dance is. Did, <laughs> did you guys hear my theory about this? I have, I have a, I think I, I have a solid theory so. as to how okay. the the stones are talking to Venley. Okay, <laughs> uh, but Venley's like, I thought this didn't happen before, and the stones are like, but new things come from old things, and mm. Venley gets memories of they like put a handle into the stone and then shape it into an axe and they just lift it out like the cool mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. awesome so anyway my theory is well how would the old singers uh have magical abilities and i think the easiest explanation is somehow the radiance bren just gave them forms they were like forms of power, but not the odium kind, right? Mm-hmm. And so maybe if you had a light spren in the singer gem art, they it, presumably there would have to be an, some difference between Nahel bonds and stuff. Presumably, uh, mm-hmm. you you can't like like radiance. They're they're very powerful, all things considered. So it's probably on like a a bit of a lower power level in some respect. Mm-hmm. So you mean like like turn them into like a Fabriel or something? Well, kind of? no, more just like just like you'd bond like a gravitation spren for 
I don't remember. Work form. Work form. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's work form. yeah. But like, what would happen if an honor spren went into the gem heart? Mm-hmm. And like, you could potentially have similar powers. Uh, presumably, there would be some mechanical difference, but that's really the only way I can see. Like, how would the ancient singers have magical powers? It's like, well, we got a bunch mm-hmm. of spread, and that's how they get kind of weird abilities. So, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I like and it. That now, actually, I, I do really like it. <clears throat> it just makes me wonder now: Do the dawn cities precede the arrival of or the shattering? I guess the arrival of unknown cultivation. Oh, uh, I would probably say no. Yeah, because like. Be- <laughs> I could I could see that maybe they would, and so the singer somehow mm. maybe lost the abilities of uh, mm. because I, oh, like because the spren, yeah something like that. So they w- were able to bond higher spren of some form, like that were more associated with adrenalium and got access to the searches through that, and so oh, they okay, lost the abilities. Back. Yeah, and hmm. so t- t- they'd really be the dawn. <laughs> Don't think it's- I, I, yeah, I mean, I guess I, I guess my head canon yeah. is just that there there were spren, but there weren't a lot of sapien spren until yeah, honor and cultivation I, were around and like presumably <laughs> like uplifted wind spren to be like honor spren and sapient. Yeah. Right. That's at least my and head we canon. Do, yeah, we do see how uh with Leshri talking about having known Rhea, I guess that uh, they did know radiant spren uh, in some form and there yeah. is the talk about um the oh what the how the spren left them and yeah some betrayal the, the of betrayal. some sort yeah because leshri was like moved that the yeah. that the spren forgave them so i get i guess what i was trying to go with is like whatever the betrayal was with the mm-hmm. singer and the spren the the true spren no longer did that type mm-hmm. of bond for what for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And uh, I mean, if if we want to go down a big uh, rabbit hole of my headcanon, <laughs> uh, like that betrayal, maybe around first desolation times, made the singers perhaps go to odium, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, could, uh, because yeah, it, because like the the songs kind of <clears throat> indicate that all oh, the spren don't like the the listeners as much, right? As in the listener yeah. songs, and so there there is this perceived the listeners slash singers see this as a betrayal, but they don't really know what happened, and the mm-hmm. spren are clearly feel like the the dawn singers did something, uh, mm-hmm. but like that is probably a pretty big event that changes the balance of whatever the first desolation was like whatever that betrayal yeah. was because i imagine that has to be around that time right um so i i don't know exactly what the betrayal would be because i do want to still imagine that like the singers and the true spren at the time were on pretty good terms uh because that's, yeah. that's kind of what it seems like the sing the dawn singers did something bad the spren went away uh and you know maybe, maybe they needed to turn to odium to get different magical powers to do different things mm-hmm. right like, i mean i, think and I guess the, the betrayal or whatever made the true spren no longer maybe they just simply weren't able or 
didn't want to bond the singers anymore was because um, uh, they made the impose the orders in some form or like the oath structure like the timeline oh, is very sure, sure, rough sure. for the first installation but some like it simply mechanically wasn't possible anymore because honor did something to the oh system. okay i see uh, yeah it could be a simple set right but... like now they cannot do that kind of bond which is why maybe mm -hmm. the light friend would need to make actual nahel bonds i mean yeah there, yeah. there's certainly weirdness with surge binding in the uh ye old days although i do think there were a few desolations with just hair just yeah. heralds and not radiance but but regardless the spren were probably like no screw you guys and then oh they went to odium yeah extra screw you guys right mm -hmm. like they're not doing any of that until after the recreants mm -hmm. uh but yeah you're right like ishar or honor could very much do things uh with the oaths that maybe uh changed that relationship yeah. <laughs> to more codify it because i was talking with jess about this and she was just like well why couldn't this friend just still do that old thing to the listeners yeah. and that that's a pretty good candidate actually as to why like but yeah stone shaping is super cool <laughs> very cool awesome incredible incredible i do my i am curious how the how human stone shaping would work like yeah. Would they be able to do it on a similar level, or would they be mm -hmm. less capable of like doing drastic changes to the stone? The, how? What are the limits there? Because they don't have big. A big deal about it is how the the um, how she perceives the rhythm rhythm of the stone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, singing. That's, that's so, a good point. Yeah. Yeah, because it's so, a chapter Song of Stones, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And how, so how, how much humans could interpret that? Or, like, yeah, I don't know how, how they could affect this stone because they obviously don't have the rhythms. It's interesting because the stones are like, you've returned to sing our song again? Like the stone's surprised that a singer's doing this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, which is somewhat interesting given the fused so it, it, <laughs> it does feel like there are some mechanical differences it's not just oh, yeah. mastery right like that the, the fused yeah. are working differently what the hell's up with the nexim right the with the <laughs> transportation it's like oh. that's totally bizarre yeah Weird. so the, yeah i i oh, man i i do want to know <laughs> what uh, a human doing stone shaping would be like mm -hmm. um, and maybe the we doesn't a stone ward open the the room with the model uh thing I and i think he uses i i he would have to use cohesion for that right not tension uh, cohesion yeah it tension just makes things so, stiff yeah exactly like and so he would have seems like to use cohesion. <laughs> let's be wrong and he did apparently just i don't know make an opening in the stone so mm. they have it works kind of the same i don't know yeah. it's very weird well like maybe maybe the humans just would have a different conversation with the stones right like, yeah because they, you wouldn't have that conversation it's like oh yeah yeah but about the radiance and stuff it maybe just wouldn't come as easily to them and like they have to maybe are less efficient with the stone net as well because like they have to force the stone more into doing whatever they want mm. could also be like with how like soul casting also requires different amounts of storm yeah. depending mm. on how easily you convince mm. uh, or how close okay. to it, it is yeah. so mm. maybe it's something 
as simple as that. Changes their efficiency with using a stone. Interesting. Uh, so stone shaping is going to be a podcast, uh, clearly. There's plenty to talk about with that, that entire Because intent and command. Uh, I still was like, oh, hey, I have an intent command script. And then Donchard came out. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, and it's, it's languishing. And I, I need to like actually write it and actually do that. Uh, maybe by the time this comes out, maybe I'll figure out what to do. Um, wow, we're really good at getting off task. Uh, but like, like the thing, the thing is, is like, there were a lot of interesting things that Venli did. Uh, and I I mean, I've always liked Venli. I thought Venli was an interesting character, but like she didn't, she was not the main character of this book. Right. Right. Yeah, we did see Wenli see a lot of interesting stuff. I right, exactly. Oh, she, 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 she got to witness interesting conversations and stuff like that. She just yeah. didn't do yeah. that much herself in between those conversations. Like, like stone shaping is the yeah. most, most Her, she yeah. really did. Well, did and getting so, lift. Yeah. Like, getting lift what did matter. That, yeah. that, that yeah. did matter. And she did use stone shaping for that. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I, I did like how Blaine's like, yeah, you, did you just use a shard blade? Yes, I used the mm-hmm. blade. It's like, yeah, no, I, I did not do that at all. Yeah. It was really nice when Venli finally showed off that she was a radiant, because, oh, that mm-hmm. was, that did take a long time. Really nice. That took yeah. a long time but for Venli to do that. Then again, it, it the, the amazing or the awesome thing about that was Leshri's reaction, not oh so much God. when actually yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that was the surprising it's, thing, for sure. Mm-hmm, Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's in my top ten of crazy moments. Just yeah. Leshwi yeah. <laughs> Leshwi's joining the listeners, going to the shattered plains. I want some fused POVs, because that will be crazy. Leslie, yes. it doesn't count. Um <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. That was too short. Just having fused POVs like oh, that just changes everything because they're so old. Yeah. Uh, uh I guess we could mention that uh Raboniel thought that Venley wanted that ambition to become a fused and it's like yeah well odium's never elevated since that initial time but maybe with a new odium that's different mm-hmm. yikes but but danielle you were saying that you just didn't you you don't like venley as a character and you didn't like how I little she did i don't care i don't care for her i don't like her personality i guess <laughs> um so it makes it hard for me to enjoy reading from her viewpoint because i just don't mesh well with her Mm. so it's not that she's like a bad character or badly written or anything i just don't really like her that's all (laughs) (laughs) i liked esh and i i really liked reading her perspective on things i I do think the flashbacks because brandon was originally like oh should it be just esh and i because originally it was just Mm going to be esh and i right I, i do think he actually changed his mind and actually killed Esh and I, because he there were too many fake out deaths in Words of Radiance. I'm sticking to yeah. that. I think that's true. But I liked the interplay with Esh and I Venley, but like I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like the Venley like thinking more scholarly. Like I like mm-hmm. that. I'm a scholar. Uh and, <laughs> and just being like stuck between these worlds and doing the politicking. I'm like, I'm kind of into this. This is good. I like this. Well, and- I liked scholarliness because I I love Navani in this book. Yeah, true, true, true. But I think it's, I don't think it's her, her, how she's different from Eshwani that I don't like her. I think it's just the way that she approaches things, mm. you too, know. Like being too she, passive, just, maybe? 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, also with the passiveness, it's sort of also like we saw Wenli sort of build this, I guess, resistance or this yeah. other faction of or new faction of listeners in a way mm-hmm. within the singers. And ultimately, it again didn't really go anywhere because they yeah. just rejoined the real listeners. Also, yeah. And so it, hmm. I guess it at least uh, is a sort of, I don't know, um, a seat for more listener, uh, singers joining the listeners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the whole plot line as it was in this book sort of was almost pointless in a way because like she she talked to other people like the, the, these other singers from off and on and like throughout the whole book. Right. And yeah. in the end wanted to lead them away but that didn't, didn't work really out, do that course. much. It was more just like yeah. Yeah. Venley's just I'm <clears throat> This is my busy work. I don't know. Yeah. Like I can, yeah. I can see well, that. When we were doing the rhythm of previews uh-huh. and we were doing all the chapters and stuff, uh-huh. I was expecting it to be a lot more than it, than it ended up being like That's true. her, her building up all of her, her people, putting people in, into higher positions, you know, as like the seamstress yeah. and, and stuff. So, um, I guess I just was expecting it to go in a slightly different place than yeah. I did with Venley. I think that's totally fair. Uh I don't know. I just I just I just like the conflicts. I like I like the the regret of having killed her people uh basically mm-hmm. and her trying mm-hmm. to rebuild them. And I I always found that interesting and mm-hmm. granted pretty hard to rebuild uh your people when <laughs> uh the gods are like literally right there and they are extre- absurdly powerful. So it's like yeah, yeah mm-hmm. makes sense you can't be active very much because yeah, uh, you'll yeah. immediately die. <laughs> so, yeah, but I I definitely see what you're saying. And I kind of just wanted her to do something, even though mm-hmm. in the storyline it makes sense because Timber kept saying, show yourself, show yourself. And she didn't until that one moment, which worked really well. Sorry, I just wanted to split it in Frozen too. show yourself, you know. Sorry, I haven't um, watched Frozen. 2. Oh, I, I really like Frozen too. Uh, let, let's switch this to a Frozen podcast here. Uh, I'll, I'll like that. No, it's really what good. It's really good. Anna and Elsa, no. Um, yeah. But they do ice shaping there, not. Yeah, 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 yeah. The surges are different there. Come on. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, you're you're totally right though. Like, it took a long time for Venley to finally reveal herself and. Yeah. And I guess she is living up to her little cowardly nature that she was worrying about in her flashbacks. So, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to see where Venley is going to go from here. Like we we kind of know what the Mm -hmm. plot of the next book is going to be, but not really where the characters are going. Whereas it's almost the opposite in Oathbringer to Rhythm of War. Like we kind of knew. Well, Shalon's going to be dealing with her uh, altars. Calvin's yeah. going to deal with his stuff. His, oath. Yeah, right. And Venley yeah. yeah. is going to balance being uh, a radiant versus uh, like all the fuse. Like we kind of know what the characters are doing. Whereas like now the characters did a lot of stuff. We have some plot yeah. hooks. I don't know. What what do you think Venley's gonna do next? What what are we gonna see next of Venley? Hmm. Well, I mean, she was making this big deal about starting her own nation and 
like separate from everybody else. So I, I was just assuming that she would try and continue to do that. Do you think that's going to be different than the listeners? Or do you think they're just going to combine with the listeners? I don't know. <laughs> like I, I, I could see there being some tensions between the listeners and her group. Like, I think that could be very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah, will definitely. they feel about a few? <laughs> like, like, and granted, I, I, I just anything with Lashley. I'm like, this is incredible. I just want to see that. But like, building up of the listeners, seeing them be radiant. Maybe mm-hmm. it would be nice to see Venley be like an actual leader, mm-hmm. like not just be yep. given. Like, oh, I'm gonna be queen, right, Ulim? No, not mm-hmm. at all. Uh, yeah. It would be nice for her to work at it, earn back their trust, and be an actual strong leader of like mm-hmm. this new mm-hmm. these new will shapers. Maybe like that could yeah. be awesome. And and uh, like will shapers are all about personal freedom. That's true. And yes, like your self fulfillment in some way. So I could almost see it like being. The listeners, as they are now, won't exist any longer. They are more going to be, I don't know, more individual groups. Maybe. Like, or they'll go back more to what they were before uh, right, the Mansions Pack, with like the different mm. families and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I could see that happening. Maybe with uh, that would be sort of will shapery in a way, or like she, she just yeah. gives people the choice mm. to do whatever they want. I guess. I would, I would really like to see uh, them more split up because the listeners, like, they were kind of unified, but, like, that'll happen mm. very quickly. Yeah. It, it is kind of surprising how we don't hear more of, like, these other listeners be like, oh, yeah, my all of my family over there. And I guess a lot mm-hmm. of them died, of course, uh, even before yeah. the Battle of Narok, right? Yeah, they had a really small population. Yeah, yeah but it, it would be interesting to grow that and have that culture kind of become a new. Uh, they kind of know what's up with Odium. It's like, hey, here are the gods. We found them. We found them. We know what's mm-hmm. up now. Because uh, they didn't really know really what was going on. Yeah. So kind of restoring that finally maybe getting their their sprint we can finally get some art forms to make some art and not just in the way that odium's just like here have some sprint <laughs> what because they are will shapers mm-hmm. now they probably will have a lot of will shapers i really really now want to see them creating another sort of dawn city or something at <laughs> least uh, something on that Ooh. In, of that type, they're out on the unclaimed hills or whatever. And well, we like, saw okay. some cool architecture in the preview chapters, uh, the part one. Yeah, so, with the towers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be really, really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, like the the listener that says, "Wait, we have this giant fortress now that we grew out of the ground. <laughs> Try taking us now." <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it it will be very interesting because the the fuse just assume that it's like, yeah, we're in charge of me. Yeah, we've always been in charge. What the hell? Uh, and seeing how will the fuse, like other fuse, to react to mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. group if they get uppity, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As, yeah, I feel like they don't particularly like rebellion. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I mean, having them all be radiance definitely gives them uh, a lot of power. It's like, hey, we got lots of shards. What's up? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Screw you guys. That that would and they, be uh, geographically, they are in a relatively good position to receive the um, sailors on the infinite sea. you're not wrong you're not wrong though and like we don't know how the chasm fiend is gonna fit in with this right like right like what what is up with that like presumably chasm fiends like a sapient right like that's kind of like that seems like the rishadium or rishadium yeah right yeah 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 i mean that makes Uh, makes sense probably similar to the larkin set with like they may because the way I think Dawnshot said it is like the Larkins they bond more spren or they or the, yes or they, they need they need the, several the uh, spren until they they oh, get yeah. size Dawnshot yeah. spoilers yeah well right that that's the thing guys like uh, I know there's been comments it's like. Could we not have Cosmic Responses? But it's like, it's relevant! Oh, it's so hard! It's really hard not to. It's hard. We don't know where things are going to go. Their their sapiens probably work similarly to that. Yeah, because like the Taina, they're sapient. So like, I guess, Mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm surprised that maybe it's just because (laughs) we killed a bunch of chasm feeds. I'm like, yeah, we just murdered a lot of them. But uh, yeah, You never got to see them post-pupation, so... Yeah. Right, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, we just murdered them. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, the ca- chasm fiends are really cool. Like, that's one of those yeah, way of kings things that's like, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Dalinar and all this politicking, but that chasm fiend, that's, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I don't know. What, what, what else? I, I feel like we got, we, we talked about a bunch of things. Like, obviously, we didn't quite go in order, but. There's definitely some cool threads where Venli yes. and Relaine can mm-hmm. go. I really definitely yeah. I really want Venli to be like like a leader, like a true leader. That it's not and she she earns the respect of her people and it's like a mm-hmm. strong leader back five. Like that that could really pay off really good where like people are like honored to call her an, a leader. Uh and mm-hmm. then she can like she has to earn her that she's so actually she earned just that given it. And she had and to work at it. Like, I, I love that. Yeah, it would be really neat of... seeing her with, like, all of the kings and queens in that room with Dalinar and, mm-hmm. and oh, the, yeah, the coalition totally. of monarchs. That That's would be totally really true. neat to see. Because yeah. mm-hmm. presumably the and, Will Shapers will get to your theory eventually. Like, yeah. In yeah. a sort of an oath progression, I could sort of, like, with the theme being freedom, I could sort of see it also being sort of personal freedom from sort of the the weight of the past in a way like oh she she leaves behind the past and Hmm. it goes on to become a new person Mm -hmm. uh she has the freedom to do that now so i I could see that being at least thematically sort of something and like more at a political higher level maybe they're Mm -hmm. acting to lead revolts against fused uh, mm-hmm. and yeah. freeing the rest of their people and being like, yeah, you guys were kind of yep. <laughs> forced into doing this. Like, do, do, do you really like that? Like, I mean, they, they can choose, I, I would imagine. Like, that would be a big thing. But it's like, hey, if you want another way, we, we got another way. <laughs> if you want. And uh, I imagine they will get some people. But But also seeing, like, the listeners conflict with 
the restored singers, right, after the Everstorm, that could have some very interesting culture clashes, right? Mm-hmm. So, any any other final thoughts? I don't know. Not, not really. Stone shaping is cool. Once Stone you... shaping is cool. Stone <laughs> shaping is cool. Uh, I, I, I don't know if... I don't know how much these listeners are going to be relevant, Book 5, but Brandon yeah. could prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. If, if Book 5 is just 10 days, I don't see how they could do too much in <laughs> yeah. 10 days. Right, exactly. So maybe they'll just... It, it's just setting them up for the second half. Quite possibly. Um, like a... Mm-hmm. Whatever nation they are going to build yeah. or something yeah. in fifteen years. No clue. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, that was our episode on Benley's arc, and you can find us at seventeenthshard.com. You can discuss this book with us on our forums, on our Discord. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube, Patreon. Where you can For see terrible some voice acting. outros and voice acting. Uh, it's really bad. <laughs> it is. It's, it's quite bad. <laughs> and then I guess we'll see you all next time for... Dalinar. Dalinar's interest in Yasna's arcs. Little uh, extra side characters. <laughs> Minor characters. I mean, they, they weren't in the Minor. book that much, but... Yeah, and then and then we can like talk and probably some about our like things whole that are going on. Yeah, uh, again, and just like close out our little mini series. Yeah, yep. that was fun. All right, bye, bye, bye.